see if he's clocking in. Some wild shit, this equipment. Are you in the board? Alto BTA. Hold on one second. Some wild shit. Okay. Uh. You there? Yep. Okay. I guess it ain't acting right today. Cut it out. See if I can. Are you in there now? Can you talk? Jermaine. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. You're running like this. So, what was you? What was you? What was you saying? Because I did some digging. Mm -hmm. And a report came up from four years ago about the Olympics. Okay. And, and it was all that information that you were saying. And man, bro, the, the list of, of um, banned substances that were allowed to be used by the Williams sisters was atrocious, bro. Yeah. I'm just saying off of the report. Okay. Right? I mean, shoot. And the thing is, is that there must, I don't know if it's true or not. I just know this. I can't find anything refuting. And, and to me, when a motherfucker say something like yeah. that about you, yeah. and you're on that level, and you just don't say nothing, I don't know, bro. That's interesting. Yeah, man. Look, it's it's been a funny thing since uh, I'm brought up that information about Biles, right? It's uh -huh. like, um, bro, it's like, you can't even really repeat it anywhere. Because nah. it's like, even though it may be like factual, but you see how it's playing out in the open, like the article I sent you this morning about her getting a bronze you know what i'm saying and people right. in the comments saying uh in the in the comments saying how she wasn't doing a full routine doing her usual stuff her twists and all this type of stuff as if, as if these motherfuckers know these motherfuckers like like that'd be hilarious right unless you in the world of gymnastics like that yeah Right, see, a football fan and a gymnastics fan ain't nearly the same thing. Yeah. Right, you motherfuckers who watch gymnastics, you don't just watch gymnastics, you watch gymnastics when a certain individual come on. Yeah. So, you're talking about her usual routine, but a lot of y'all ain't seen her do anything outside the Olympic trials and the Olympics. Yeah. Y'all don't, don't be watching the world championships and all this stuff because when it go down... Right, all I see is shared articles. But yeah. I don't see people like, oh, Simone Biles coming up. Oh, the, the Yugoslavian chick. Like, you guys get day-to-day -day updates on yeah. everything you think, everything you eat, yeah. how you feel. But then, when it comes to this stuff, the only thing you do is share articles after the fact. That's because you didn't watch the shit. Yeah. Because, Come on, man. Because really, they're really just stands. They just going off of like. Right. 
just going off of like uh, whatever the headlines they read. She's black and she was winning gold medals and and she needed to take a mental health break and uh, respect that. Right, and, and, the, and the thing is is that maybe maybe she does need to take a mental health break. Like, I don't I don't got a problem with that. Yeah. What I will say is that I wish that every black person, when they felt the pressures of being black, mm-hmm. could just take a mental health break. I wish that all the people who I knew who work in public service, who the educators, right, the people that do the jobs that make society work, you know what? I'm out. And yeah. it's just your decision. You don't got to go through a protocol. You don't have to, because with a normal job, there's a bunch of hoops you have to go through for a mental check, unless you just take a sick day. Yeah. You know, shit like that. And you, you, you call it a sick day, but really you use it as a, a recharge. Yeah, you can do that, but yeah. most, you know, most black people can't just say, Mentally, like let's say you were construction work. Yeah. Dangerous ass jobs. We're talking about dangerous jobs. Yeah. Right. Let let's say let's say you do something like that. Let's say you operate the um the uh sound transit. Yeah. That's another dangerous job. Yeah. And then just one day, you're just like, you know what? In the middle of about to operate the shit. You're not up to it. You're not sweating. You're not vomiting. You just mentally, you're you just don't feel like it today. Yeah. I want all of us to get that sort of understanding, and I want everyone to allow that because I can guarantee you, bro. Right? If your kid is in school and they got a black teacher, mm-hmm. and the teacher all of a sudden just said, "You know what? Today." I need a mental break. Now, this is in the middle of class, though. Oh, but, but listen to this, though. Hold on, real quick. If, okay, sound transit. <laughs> if you were to do that, right, they would actually agree with you, but your ass would probably get you aid. <laughs> just as a precaution. See what I'm you saying? Don't just get, you don't just get to have a mental man. Yeah, you can have it, but there's going to be consequences to it. See what I'm saying? You might get a UA. If your soup got to show up and take you off the line and and you're like, oh, just mentally, I'm just screwed. They're going to assume that you're either hungover or coming down off of some sort of drug. So, if you really think about it, <laughs> like I said, no, Neil, in that last show about it, it all plays into what was said because she, if you sh- look, if you miss all the, it looked like they kind of sat her down too. They kind of like, look, this is gonna get ugly if this rolls out. This is the year of our of our Asian brothers and sisters in the country. 
We're going to let the little 18-year-old get this. You need to, it's a team thing. Sit the bench. Or this might come out about you taking that Ritalin. You there? I'm right here. And so, yeah, it might come out. I don't see see how it's not out, ain't it? I mean, like. Well, it got overshadowed by the other people competing. Plus, it was a, you know, distraction. They use other things as a distraction. She sat down and then she slides in at the end and gets a bronze. Which she hasn't lost in competition in six years. But so so amazingly, uh, she can't take her stuff to Tokyo. She comes in and gets the bronze. But she took the whole week and complained about not being able to focus or compete and needed how you gonna get a mental health break and then you show up at the end and compete (laughs) like ain't you like sitting it sitting down ain't you chilling ain't you getting your mind right why you gotta come in and snatch a medal but then the cold thing is you ain't lost in six how you gonna come in and do a minimal routine and they making excuses for that which it may be valid. All this stuff may be valid, but it's just from what I see and from what I know or research, it's some funny ass stuff. And somebody was saying something. Oh, who was saying that? Uh, uh, Trinidad. Uh, what what is his name? Was saying no. It was somebody else talking about how he feel like the whole thing, the whole Olympics seemed kind of fixed. Yeah, man. This whole. I mean, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy how everything got all these backstories and side stories and yeah. front stories and reversals and you know just I, I've never I've never quite seen anything like this and yeah. I've never I've never been so privy to information right like usually the way these things kind of work is well you don't know how these things work. So that's why you don't understand. Now, they're trying to explain it to me like I'm in class. Like, why is it so important for me to understand anything? Why is it it such a major thing for me to comprehend certain stuff, right? Like, even the dangers of gymnastics. We know gymnastics is dangerous. You can look at gymnastics and see it's dangerous. Yeah. Right? You slip in all this stuff. But, like, now they're talking about these stories from decades ago when, oh, look at what happened to this gymnast. Man, you know what? My heart goes out to that. But what's making you talk to me about that now? Yeah. Like that, like that bend happened to the gymnast. That's something... We should have been showing concern about. That's what I'm saying. It's like if it's so, if it's yeah, if it's so dangerous, why do you have it? So, look, if it's so dangerous, why do they have it? It's like uh, they in the midst of a pandemic where they're saying the Delta. This is even more crazy. This Delta variant thing. This whole rollout. This shit don't make no damn sense either. That shit, hella crazy. 
It's like, get the shot. <laughs> they said, get the shot, but you can still get it and pass it. So everybody just gets the shot. So we'll just keep passing it around each other. Pretty much. Okay. So the people who don't get the shot. No, they said we reach herd immunity around what? 60, 70%. I think we're around 60, 70 right now. There's no herd immunity, but that was from the COVID-19. Now this Delta variant is popping up. And now they said we need more shots. And now they're man, man, making it mandatory to get the shot. I'm just trying to figure out if I don't want to get the shot <laughs> and everyone around me got the shot, but everyone around me that got the shot is still passing it amongst each other. So if I don't have it and I'm giving it to y'all and y'all aren't going to fit, you know, have the full effect of it, what are you talking about? <laughs> Isn't that like not having it at all? I don't get it. I mean, I've had, I had a family member right now who got vaccinated and still got it and sick as a moving dog at home right now. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's, it, you turn it off. It's a, make sure all the, the doors is locked and all that. Yeah, man, it's amazing how. Yeah, get the vaccine. Then the open vaccine don't guarantee nothing. What? It turned the. But you know what? Yeah. That makes sense because that's almost like get a get a get a college degree, get an education. Then you come to find out the education don't really mean nothing like that. Like this is the same way I look at. This is the same way I kind of view the the vaccine and I mean if it don't if it don't do nothing if it don't guarantee anything I don't understand what we're pushing exactly hey bro Yo. let me I gotta handle something I'm gonna call you back okay cool alright like yeah that's pretty interesting stuff that's the chef ladies and gentlemen Dev chef you know he's Let's see. What was I just watching? That was some crazy shit, man. Oh. We're going to play a little bit of... Caution. We're going to play some caution because... He got killed... Earlier in Seattle. We're going to play a little song for old boy, man. Let's see. Yeah, he got killed over by Roxbury Lanes. Cut this off. We're gonna just do it. He got killed in Seattle by Roxbury Lanes by the bowling alley. Let's get to his verse. Old school shit, 1995. Give him a little bit of shout out. 
back in the day because I'm a man of a certain age so oh excuse me allergies so uh apparently he had been doing his thing you know let's see uh it's been 95 to now which is uh you know, a long ways away. And there was a couple videos where he was here. He was saying some inspirational stuff. Hold up. Let's see. Here we go. Winners train. Losers complain. Hustlers want the money. Suckers want the fame. Repeat that shit ten times a day to keep you on top of your game. Let's go. <laughs> Gonzo. Uh, it's I am Gonzo on Instagram. Let's see what else he said. Uh, pretty sad. The miracle don't start at the top of the mountain, baby. It's usually when you got the power to step away from that comfort zone. But you ain't comfortable. It's like a pacifier. You keep sucking on it, it's gonna fuck your teeth up. The miracle is always gonna try to pull you away from that bad energy. But some people just don't pass that test, baby. We all know those people who refuse to leave the pack. You know, they comfortable in their surroundings and, and terrified of the unknown. This is a lonely sport. You can't bring all your friends on the success train. Wake your game up. <laughs> I mean, who wanna shoot a guy Who's got inspiration like that? Please understand the difference between education and intelligence. Aptitude. Completely different than reading a fucking book and memorizing. Please understand. I'm not shitting on education. All I'm saying is that's only the starting point. That's not the whole kid and caboodle. I know people that's intelligent. <laughs> yeah, he's in his 40. I think he's like 45. Yeah. One thing's for show, two things for certain. It's always a motherfucker you trust that put that knife in your back. Yeah, you could act like that day one shit really matter or keep ski poling each nigga on the side of you if you want to. Stop acting like these bitches you calling sus don't want to fuck your man. And you know your girl got that fat ass. So every time you want to play kid and invite niggas over to your house to play PlayStation and she walk past with that fat doo-doo maker, you know niggas is like, nigga, wake your game up. One <laughs> yeah, God's rest in peace. Suckers murdered him up in Seattle. Now hold up. Here, O'Shea Duke. I gotta just play this, man, because now this is what they saying. You to get at some, and media reports said that he was being he was shot near Roxbury Lane. Okay. Now details are foggy on this. 
Um, you know, there's a lot of people putting their rest in pieces up by, for Brother Gonzo and things like that. O'Shea Deuce Jackson. You know, there is a particular story that media take out um, that's saying that he was set up. Um, and then there was a brother um, that was, if you look at this link I'll put there, one of his closest friends, Phalo Sam Angeles, and I heard part of the clip. You know, brother, brother Gonzo was doing some things. He had, you know, set up a little boxing league. You know, he had a beef with Bosco 100, but then they, you know, they squashed. They set up a boxing league. They was doing their thing, man. And and you have a brother here that is doing this stuff. He's getting paid. He has something going on. What happens is though is that a lot of ladies are not used to black men having stuff. And this is exactly what the brother said, you know, that Gonzo had his stuff right. He had his paper together. And when someone when, when a certain woman was giving him some problems, he ain't gonna put up with that. And that's something that a lot of guys need to be ready for. Sometimes when you cut people off, I don't know if this is the truth, but, you know, he's seeing that a female sent somebody to shoot him. And, and, and what do we mean by sending it ain't like putting the head out on somebody. But what can she go and say? Oh, he did this to me. He touched me. You know, he uh, he forced himself on me. You know, or he's talking about you. He said he's going to do this to you. I heard him say it. Just all kind of trifling stuff. The man ain't said nothing like that. But you can't take it because you feel like, you know, he's a black man. And, you know, you look good and you fine and stuff. And you used to get in your way. But everybody not going to give you your way. So because you could be petty, and I don't know if this is the truth, but this is what the guy said, you want to end his life, or you want to teach him a lesson, or you didn't think he was going to get that far. And this is kind of very similar to, I don't know if Indian Red Boy situation was this deep, but yeah. Indian Red Boy supposedly was said about one. Yeah, honey traps are on the rise, gents. Another brother getting set up by a woman. Brothers, you must protect your neck at all times. This is downright ridiculous. I don't know the 304. Don't deal with these 304s. They shouldn't have access to you. Yeah. What's this guy say? Bros can't take rejection. But mock guys for not bothering with him in this day and time. Not over rejection, but because it's like being a defensive back in today's NFL. One good thing might happen, but three out of four very bad things likely will happen. Yeah, because they try to, man. We just seen this, seen this playing out. They try to wash Bill Cosby. See how they try to wash Bill? Yeah. Mike Tyson, they saying his, that was based on a lie because he didn't want to uh, walk the young lady he had just had sex with downstairs to the car. He just hit it and was like, yo. So she, man. So, anyway, that's a, a pretty messed up thing going on. What else is going on out here? Watching the Olympics. 
Oh, talking about Shikari Richardson asking people do they miss her at the Olympics. Uh, can't put too much into that because, you know, you hit the bud. You're out of the game now. You put yourself out of the game. Uh, last thing I'm going to talk about again is that baby thing, man. The baby, it's, it's, it keeps popping up. Now they got him. Let's see. They got this dude apologizing. This whole ritualistic thing. And, uh, I'm going to start with this. It's a little something I saw earlier. Where is it at? Oh, here we go. Run it back a little bit. Hold on. Okay. This is Dr. Umar Johnson. Here we go. He, talking about the end of the shelving thing. You're about to close that out. This is what I want to, to replay. Pacific Islander hate. 
uh, executive order against hate is not for people of color. It's not for minorities. It's not for disadvantaged Americans. It is exclusively and only for Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. Why am I bringing that up? Because when Barack Obama was in office, all these Negroes running around screaming for Obama, I still don't know why, said that Barack Obama can't do nothing specifically for black people because this is America. And when we got the Civil Rights Bill in 64 and the Voting Rights Act in 65, they included two words at the end of that. One was gender and the other was sexual orientation. So the Civil Rights Bill did not only apply to blacks, it applied to everybody. So if you have to make laws for all Americans, Charlemagne and Envy, how do you explain the fact that the Asian Americans got a law just for them yesterday? The United States Senate and historic presidents passed the anti-Asian hate crimes bill at a vote of 96 to 1. Now, to give you an idea of what that means, the Senate, they don't agree on nothing. The Democrats and Republicans, they feel busted each other to death. But yesterday they didn't. 96, only one person voted against the anti-Asian hate crimes bill. So can I ask you a question? If the Senate was able to pass the anti-Asian hate crimes bill, Charlemagne and Envy, 96 to 1, with almost no opposition, why is it that the Emmett Till lynching bill still has not been approved? Why is it that there have been over 200 different anti-lynching bills introduced in the U.S. Congress? 200! And not one of them has been approved by the U.S. Congress yet. But the first ever Asian bill goes through on the first try. Mm. Look at the racism. Look at the discrimination. Look at the bias. Look at the inequity there. And why are they catering to the Asians? You know why? Because the amount of white people in this country is shrinking. That's right. And whenever the amount of white people in America shrinks, America looks to find other... The baby has issued an apology to the LGBTQ plus community for his recent comments. The rapper takes to Instagram addressing the statement he made on stage at Rolling Loud Music Festival, writing, Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. He continues, as a man who has to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing what I needed was education on these topics and guidance has been challenging. DeBaby ends his statement apologizing to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. I apologize mm-hmm. for my... Yeah. Here we go. We're going to run the boys. The home for intelligent black people. Well, today we're going to talk about a rapper called DeBaby. We're going to talk about why... The black man is always seen as the baby in society. Why uh, you gotta be the baby and you never get a chance to be the man. So I'm gonna break <laughs> this down for you and explain why rappers are always apologizing uh, because ultimately, as a community, we don't understand the nexus of power. So get comfortable, buck up your seatbelt. We're gonna get started on drboystv.com yeah. right now. So we're going baby age. Um, babies, we got a baby in our house, she's about 10. But this baby, I guess, is 29 or 30 years old. Um, and so uh, he fits that whole uh, genre of rappers, I guess, with names like Da Baby and Lil This. So I think there's another rapper called Baby. Uh, there's uh, the, the L-I-L, Lil This, Lil, Lil Nas, Lil whatever. Uh, and, and, and that's a theme, right? That's an interesting theme uh, that's really designed for the black man. If you go back and you look at history, uh, shout out to Tariq Nasheed and his documentary, Buck Breaking. That, that the world is the perfect classroom for, for, for a professor like me, 
I see lessons, economic lessons everywhere. Every time, Nick Cannon, if you recall. He didn't apologize just once. Nick Cannon apologized about 85 times. Now he's out, you know, singing and dancing again on Wildin' Out. That was the price of admission. Get on your knees, boy. Apologize over and over. You bet not ever put my name in your mouth ever again. You need to understand the hierarchy. Um, Snoop Dogg. You know, big Snoop Dogg. I'm big Snoop Dogg. And I'm sorry. I, I know, you know, you know that Ice Cube is a friend of the platform. I love Ice Cube. And I love Ice Cube because he's, an, he's a pretty unapologetic guy. Uh, I, I asked him lots of questions to see how he would respond. I watched his reactions. He's very un, unapologetic. I like that. And I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say I kind of feel like him and Snoop are not made of the same substance. I feel like they're a little bit different. But then again, that's their friendship. I'm not even going to go in that territory. That's an old friendship. I don't even want to mess that up. But I'm going to just tell you, you remember Snoop Dogg, Gail King. He called her a doghead bitch. you remember that? Which I didn't agree with. I did not like that statement. Right? I thought that was too much. You didn't need all that. And next thing you know, Snoop is apologizing. And then he apologized again. And then he apologized again. And again, I think he apologized about three or four times. And now he's back to, you know, doing what Snoop Dogg does. Uh, you, you, there, there's so many other examples. Uh, anybody remember when Rick Ross got in that situation where he pissed off the feminists? Right? Remember Rick Ross? Who, uh, he made that song where he said something about about uh, about women or, or something like, you know, putting something in their drink and basically doing a Cardi B on them and, you know, so he could get some while they were asleep. Well, they, they, they took him down. They took him down for that. He, he lost a deal with Reebok, and they were pretty much going to cancel him. He's, he went and apologized. So I want to ask you this question. So since we're talking about the apology tour, and actually do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. And also there's an audio version of this podcast. You guys may not know this, but it's on Spotify and Apple and everything else. So it's the com. Y'all know a lot of people don't do what we do. So the apology is it's funny because it's like uh, uh, Dallas Penn Dallas D-A-L-L-A-S underscore P-E-N-N on uh, Instagram nobody ever stops a rapper from getting their hands on the microphone when they speak towards killing the community what, what raised them literally killing the community and that's my thing I was saying they replaced the baby with. They weren't cool with what he said, which I thought was pretty minuscule. Uh, come on, man. Hold on. I didn't think I still have it queued up in here. Um, probably not. It's just like, let's see. He hardly said anything that warranted warranted that sort of uh, backlash but uh yeah somebody in the room I think they replaced him with G Herbo G Herbo spitting that fire see look Yeah.
Okay. So that's how they replaced the baby wear, right? So they ain't got no problem as long as uh, we rapping about killing ourselves and disrespecting our own women. Or this, you know, typical genocidal stuff. They cool with that. It's all gravy. But you say one little weirdo, little off-brand call and response sort of thing in the midst of your show, you got to like repent. <laughs> Matter of fact, you got to kiss ass and apologize. You know, you got to give it up. So, something to think about uh, how they play this out. Oh, wait a minute. Here it is right here. Now, this is what this fool said. Listen. Just for the, just for the sake of the... For people who didn't hear the other shows. So, hold up. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks. Put a cell phone like that up. Lady, if you're like water, put a cell phone like that up. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't suck Fellas, if you ain't sucking in the parking lot. So all this over that, which is basically in the uh, vein of hip hop. I'm gonna run it again. Coming up next from the treacherous three MCs, Cool Mo D. You like to hear love rap, huh? Oh, he got it. All right, well, Kumo D. 1981, bro. One, two, one, two, party people in the place to be. My name is MC Kumo D. See, from the it's, it's this evolution of our culture. Now, what he said was kind of raunchy, but hey, I thought we have freedom of speech in this country. He said, fellas, if you ain't in the parking lot, hold on. Listen. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks, put a cell phone like that up. Lady, if you like water, put a cell phone like that up. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't suck in the parking lot, put your cell phone like that up. Let's be real about this. Yeah, keep it So, <laughs> all this over that. We on the apology tour. Cause he was cool when he was when he was uh, a shooter. When he was doing negative, rapping about negative stuff. They all cool when they're rapping about killing and disrespecting our women. And like they said, what's the first thing Joe Biden did when he got in office? But we've been here four hundred. America comments that Queen Mother represented. You know what I'm saying? For how long? One year. Black people have been catching hell. that the jury was afraid. See, they go, and then you heard the judge tell him to protect Asians as a result of discriminatory treatment that they've been dealing with for how long? One year. Black <laughs> people have been catching hell for 400 years. And we have 
so so let me see we've been 400 years we got these promoters and all these people promoting homicide in our community genocide basically propaganda which has an effect and is actually probably the cause of some a lot of these murders right he say one thing about some dudes sucking dick in the parking lot put your if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot put your in the air i just got a real problem with that it's just weird to me like yo you motherfuckers are really ignoring the problem As a matter of fact even go and this is all within a matter of a week now okay even this okay look this shit been five years right here five months ago this was laid out this motherfucker kept his job look there you go this is an ABC News special report everyone, I'm Diane Macedo. We're interrupting your regular programming with breaking news. The New York Attorney General has just announced the findings of an investigation into New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Let's listen. The independent investigation has concluded that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women and in doing so violated federal and state law. Specifically, the investigation found that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed current and former New York State employees by engaging in unwelcome and non-consensual touching and making numerous offensive comments of a suggestive and sexual nature that created a hostile work environment for women. The investigators independently corroborated and substantiated these facts through interviews and evidence, mm -hmm. including contemporaneous notes and communications. This evidence will be made available to the public along with the report. This investigation was started after a number of I women mean, publicly alleged that they had been sexually harassed by Governor Cuomo. But he said one sentence. But look at this one. Is responding to a whole lot of backlash she is getting for an admission that she made on an Instagram live video three years ago. Now, someone brought it back up. The internet likes to do that sort of thing. And Cardi was talking about her days when she was working as a stripper. And she admitted that she would take guys back to hotel rooms, drug them, and rob them. Here's what she said. So, hold up. <laughs> now, let's see. I mean, jeez. <laughs> What more do I need to say? You know what I'm saying? 
Oh wait, I mean they, I mean they talking about offset too. See they. So let me tell you how I've been seeing. I've been on Twitter lately. I've been on Twitter. Offset said a queer I've been on Twitter, and I'm just so sick and tired of how people are just so arrogant. Like people are just so arrogant, and people rather um, be arguing than educate. Like I don't get it. Like why? What she is the point. point of you like trying to argue and not educate? Like for example, right? Like I so how am I problem? I don't give a fuck who. So, they was, yeah. <laughs> he gotta explain shit. I mean, Offset had to apologize for LGBTQ for using the homophobic word in this song. But somebody was saying something real interesting that um, they can go do the opposite with us and nobody going to say nothing. Oh, okay. Okay, it said if the baby was gay and he had made insensitive, this is Eddie Chance on Facebook. Oops, sorry. <laughs> on Facebook. If he had made insensitive comments about straight men, he wouldn't be canceled. This is discrimination. That's his feeling. Uh, pretty interesting. Somebody else on the Joe podcast says, So people are okay with the baby killing a person at Walmart, slapping a woman, beating up fans random almost monthly. This rant is what pushed them to the edge. Hmm. <laughs> this is the stuff you see online. I mean, this is, I'm just reading it off. I'm not advocating or defending anything. I'm just reporting. Now, Shikari Richardson, if you support Lil Nas X, you can unfollow me. And she also said, if if an, if you a nigga and you wear pink, die in the pit because you gay as fuck. Now, now we got one or two problems. We got a problem with backlash against uh, gays and community. But gays and community. And I acknowledge and recognize that. And it's like, yeah, people also, we also must point out that people are getting murdered. Black folks are getting murdered. Dead. Every day. We just talked about Gonzo. You know, uh, I guess it's cool because he is a rapper. And what he rapped about back in the day. Follow him to, you know, to the present. This is okay to murder us. Black men. Uh, Cuomo five months ago right before I think it was right before the election around the election end of it or whatever it, there was these allegations 
nobody canceled him. I didn't see none of these groups cancel. I didn't see none of these uh, groups that's going after people for making these comments. What they like? I said they ain't saying about Ed Buck. You know what I'm saying? Nobody went out in front of Ed Buck's house and did anything. Uh, it, five months ago, Cuomo, they had the allegations out. They gave him five months. They gave him a fair shot. They gave him a chance to be educated on what's going on. I'm sure he's educated on what they're investigating him on. I'm sure he had some sort of like uh, discussion and or meeting where they were like, look, dude, this ain't good for you and what you did was wrong. So let's see what the next phase is with Cuomo. He's going to come out and apologize and they're going to let it all go away. We'll see. Uh, yeah, so we're going to close this show out. Uh, and we will see you later this week. Or hear you later this week.